Hold on to your children, ladies and gentlemen, because the government doesn't want you to have them anymore. This is Todd and Krista Kolstad. And they had their 14-year-old daughter kidnapped in Montana by CPS. They made this video to tell their story, but a court ordered them to be silent. The video is now out online by other people. Todd and Krista Kolstad had to take the video down. This is happening in Montana. This is not happening in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Boston, Seattle. My name is Todd Colstead. I'm a father, husband, and business owner. I was born in Glasgow, Montana, and have lived in Montana much of my life. I have five children from a previous marriage. One was over 18. One chose to live with his birth mother in Canada, and I had custody of the other three. I'm also a United States Air Force veteran, having served during the Gulf War with the 12th Tactical Fighter Squadron based in Okinawa, Japan. Our hope by releasing this statement is to help other families avoid the heartache and pain that our family has endured over the last five months. Our 14-year-old daughter has struggled for quite some time in school from bullying. We have had many meetings over the years with the school systems trying to address these issues. 14-year-old daughter being bullied in government school. We even moved from Flathead County in West Montana to a much smaller town in Valley County in East Montana, hoping that this will give our daughter a fresh start in a new school system and new environment. On August 18th, 2023, we received a call at 148 from our local city police. We were informed that our 14-year-old daughter was texting a friend that she had met at a school track meet saying she wanted to kill herself. It should be noted our daughter had only met this child once face-to-face several months prior and had only phone conversations with her ever since. We took the threat seriously and spoke to our daughter. However, We knew she was struggling with anxiety since school was about to start on Monday. She was also very angry with us because we told her she needed to put her two-week notice in at her summer job so she could focus on starting the ninth grade. At 7.40 p.m., a lady by the name of Cindy from Child Protective Services showed up at our home saying that the police officer that called earlier said he could not lay eyes on the child or make contact with her directly even though this officer never asked to come to our home or speak to our daughter. We allowed Cindy into our home. By the way, police will lie to you. They will lie to anyone. They are liars. If you lie to a cop, you commit a crime. If a cop lies to you, I've had police lie to me. Flatly, flat out liars. If a cop lies to you, they're not committing any crime. If you lie to a cop, you're committing a crime. Do you see how that works? I'm showing her around. My wife was making dinner as we had a late lunch. It's noted in the CPS report that our home was clean, well-stocked with food, and with no immediate dangers. Cindy stated she wanted to speak to our daughter alone. We allowed this given we knew our daughter was safe, but we also know our daughter 
has had issues with telling lies for quite some time, and as such, we made Cindy aware of that concern. We allowed them to speak on the porch, also calling a family friend to come to our house as a third-party witness. After about 10 minutes, my wife and I went outside to be told our daughter had drank toilet bowl cleaner at about 3 p.m. and had also taken an ibuprofen overdose in an attempt to take her life. We could not believe this as my wife had been working in the kitchen in her makeshift office all day where pills and cleaning agents were kept. Neither of us, neither of us saw our daughter go in there, but out of concern for her safety, we agreed she needed to go to the hospital. She also did not have any signs of ingesting any harsh chemicals, such as a burnt mouth, burnt esophagus, or an upset stomach. We later found out she did not have any ibuprofen or any other chemicals in her system from a blood test taken at the hospital that night. Once at the hospital, our daughter began demanding that she be called Leo, he, and him. We explained that this is in her history, but not something we would agree to as her parents. The hospital staff ignored our request, as did Child Protective Services. Our daughter was admitted to the hospital for observations. My wife was mostly at the hospital over the next five days, and here are some of the events that transpired. My name is Krista Kolstad, and I have been in my daughter's life since she was about seven years old when I married Todd in 2017. She's Todd's youngest child and has always resided with us as a family. Over the years, I've built a loving, supporting relationship with our daughter. She's always referred to me as mom, even though she's not my biological child. I've always loved her, supported her, and made sacrifices for her. The following is a list of events that happened at the hospital, causing us to voice our concern to hospital management and staff, as well as Cindy from CPS. So Todd is just shuffling papers in the background. It's a little bit distracting, especially if you're just listening to this. This is Todd and Krista Kolstad, who have lost uh, their 14-year-old daughter. Their 14-year-old daughter was stolen from them one day by CPS. 